Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jack Baldwin from GT Sport Racing, and you're listening to Thursday Night Thunder. Hello and welcome to the March 22nd edition of Speedway Digest, Thursday Night Thunder, the most hardcore motorsports program on the internet. This is episode 133 of the series. I'm your host, Adam Jason Sinclair, and on tonight's program, Michael Lally and myself will be reviewing the 49th annual Emily Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals and talking ARCA with our guest, Rowdy Maglite. Let's start with how last weekend went. The weather was, in a word, bipolar for the weekend's action, with temperatures ranging from the low 50s to upper 80s. It was even in the 30s on Thursday there. This wreaked havoc with setup for the cars and drivers and led to a long line for coffee in the morning and even longer line for Hawaiian ice and lemonade in the afternoon. Jack Beckman secured the number one qualifying spot for the funding car class Saturday at the 49th annual Amelie Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals at Gainesville Raceway. Clay Milliken, Top Fuel, Greg Anderson Pro Stock, and Andrew Hines Pro Stock Motorcycle are also number one qualifiers in their respective categories at the third of 24 events on the 2018 NHRA Mellow Yellow Drag mm-hmm. Racing Series schedule. Beckman races in Infinity, Inf- oh my gosh, sorry, Infinite Hero Dodge Charger RT to a pass of 3.911 seconds at 332 miles per hour, 0.18 during the second round of qualifying for the number one position. This is his first number one qualifier of the season, second at this event, and 24th of his career. Courtney Force locked in the number two spot after a 3.914 at 327.66 miles per hour in her advanced auto port Chevrolet Camaro. Milliken's second qualifying pass of 3.708 at 324.98 miles per hour in his parts plus grips dragster stood strong enough on Saturday for the number one top fuel spot. This is his second number one qualifier of the season and 12th of his career. He seeks to, to secure his first career victory at Gainesville Raceway. Anderson, a four-time Pro Stock World Championship world champion, <laughs> remained atop the field on Saturday with his pass of 6.52 at 213 miles per hour in his Summit Racing Equipment Chevrolet Camaro for the second qualifying session on Friday. In Pro Stock Motorcycle, Hines raced two the top of the two-wheeled category during the fourth qualifying round with his pass of 6.773 at 198.64 on his Freeman Eagle Vance and Heinz Harley Davidson. His last victory at Gainesville was in 2004 and was the runner-up in 2017. Mike Castanella powered to the number one qualifier Saturday during the E3 Spark Plugs NHRA Pro Mod Drag Race presented by JNA Service portion of the Amelie Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals at Gainesville Dragway. This weekend's Pro Mod Racing presented Jerry Sickle Race Cars is the first of 12 events this season. Castanella ran a 5.750 second pass at 253.56 miles per hour in the fourth qualifying session in his Alanabi Racing 69 Camaro to take the number one slot. Castanella used the final pass to better his time and speed from Friday evening to earn the top spot at the opening race for the category. Castellana finished the 2017 season in second Pro Mod point standings and chased his first category championship in 2018. 
Richie Crampton took home the top field victory Sunday afternoon at the 49th Annual Amelie Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals at the Gainesville Raceway. Jack Beckman in Funny Car, Tanner Gray in Pro Stock, and Andy Kraywick in Pro Stock Motorcycle were also winners in their respective categories at the third of 24 events on the 2018 NHRA Mellow Yellow Drag Racing Series schedule. Crampton got the uncontested win with his piloted, or when he piloted, piloted his Coletta Air slash DHL dragster to the winning run, win, winning run, of 3.584 seconds at 314.90 miles per hour. After Sean Reed had to shut off his dragster on the starting line, this is Crampton's first win, first Wally since Dallas 2015, first event victory at Gainesville Raceway and eighth overall. Reed, who raced to his first career final round, started from the number 12 position and defeated Pat Dakin, Tony Schumacher, and number one qualifier Clay Milliken before the final. Beckman claimed his first funny car victory at Gainesville with a whole shot win of 4.035 at 323.58 and his infinite hero Dodge Charger, RT, against teammate Matt Hagen. After earning the number one qualifier on Saturday, Beckman secured his first victory since St. Louis 2017. Beckman raced against Jim Campbell, Dale Worsham, and Sean Langdon before entering his final round of the season. His first final round of the season. Hopefully it's not his final round of the season. Hagen and Robert Hyde experienced side-by-side explosions during the quarterfinals, destroying the funny car bodies of both competitors. Hagen brought out a backup car to defeat teammate Ron Caps in the second finals to advance to second final round of the season. In pro stock, Gray powered his Ray Motorsports Valvoline Chevrolet Camaro to victory with a run of 6.588 at 210.18 to defeat defending category world champion Bo Butner in the final round. This is his first career win at Gainesville and his third generation event winner. Gray was the first driver since 2015 to win from the number 11 qualifier position and defeated Derek Kramer, Chris McGaha, and Vincent Nobile. Butner qualified in the fifth position and bested Jake Coughlin Jr., Alan Prusinski, and Drew Skillman before race facing Gray. Defending event and world champion Eddie Kraywick rode his bike to winner's circle with a pass of 6.824 at 198.44 on his Screaming Eagles Vance and Hines Harley Davidson. This is his sixth event victory and third consecutive win at Gainesville. Kraywick was the number two qualifier and was victorious against Ellie Tonglet. Steve Johnson, Hector Arana, the number one qualifier, and teammate Andrew Hines in the final round. Ricky Smith drove to victory Sunday during the E3 Spark Plugs NHRA Pro Mod Drag Racing Series presented by JNA Service portion of the Emily Memorial NHRA Gator Nationals at Gainesville Dragway. This weekend's Pro Mod Racing, presented by Jerry Bickle Race Cars, is the first of 12 events at, at the season. Smith ran a 5.794 second pass at 249.76 miles per hour in his Chevy Camaro to take down Mike Janis in the final round and earn his first victory since Englishtown in 2017 and the 12th of his career. Smith defeated Bob Rayham, Jim Whiteley, and Mike Castellana on his way to the win. Janis secured the fifth runner-up finish for his pro-mod career as he chased his first victory since the 2015 season. Smith finished the 2017 season ninth in the standings and leads the season opening event as a points leader in pursuit of his fifth championship. The 2018 NHRA Mellow Yellow Drag Racing Series season continues with the Denso Spark Plug NHRA Four Wide Nationals at the Strip at Las Vegas Motor Speedway mm-hmm. April 6th through the 8th in Las Vegas. 
The E3 Spark Plugs NHRA Pro Mod Drag Racing Series, presented by J&A Service, continues at the NHRA Spring Nationals in Houston, Texas, on April 20th through the 22nd. All in all, it was an excellent weekend. The drown crowd level was high and very diverse in age, religion, and regional makeup. This is a good sign for the sport and for racing in general. Before we move into the next segment, let's go ahead and take a short break here and play a selection from Bron Pastana and the pit crew. This is... about your race car it sure looks bent will you be here next week and are we still friends I really didn't mean it it was a racing deal I got a little too close it got a little too real then you checked up in the corner and I tapped you in the rear. What? You went spinning somewhere and it's all so clear. There's a devil in your helmet. Who's on tonight? Devil in your helmet. Giving bad advice. It's been a good day so far. I put her in the show. Sitting nice and pretty outside front row. Two laps later, babe is on a on my tail Then wham, bam, thank you ma'am Where'd they all go? Late break, burn, turn, there's the wall No, please not the radiator Please not the clip You may be the savior But here's a little tip Well there's a devil in your helmet Who's on tonight Devil in your helmet Giving back Put her on the trailer, take her to the shop Lay in bed, toss and turn, well shouldn't I not Plan a little payback, plan a little hell. Y'all shake your hand, pal, but only time will tell. If there's a devil in your helmet, who's on tonight? Devil in your helmet, giving bad advice. Devil in your helmet, well, so the story goes. There's a devil in your helmet. There's a devil in your helmet. 
Once again, that was Ron Pisano and Pit Crew with Devil in Your Helmet. Of course, the NHRA wasn't the only game in Central Florida last weekend. There was only one driver lineup entered in this year's 66 Mobile One 12 Hours of Steve, presented by Advanced Auto Sports, made up entirely of past overall race winners. It was only fitting, then, that that lineup, comprised of Pippo Durrani, Nicholas LaPierre, and Johannes Van Overbeek, and the number 22 Gala Patron ESM Nissan DPI, combined Saturday to give Nissan its first win in the Endurance Classic in almost 25 years. Durrani, who joined Van Overbeek in the winning overall lineup in 2016, inherited the lead on a series of pit stops with 39 minutes remaining and never relinquished the top spot driving to a 12.427 second victory of the number 10 Cadillac DPI VR of defending race winners Wayne Taylor Racing. LaPierre, meanwhile, won his first key ring in 2011 with Puget. It was Nissan's first overall win at Sebring since 1994 when Steve Millen, Johnny O'Connell, and John Morton combined to win in the number 75 Nissan 300ZX. The Tequila Patron ESM team, also won the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship race at Sebring in 2016, but that win came in the Honda-powered Ligier JSP2. Unable to defend its 2017 victory, the number 10 Konica Minolta Cadillac DPI VR enjoyed a different victory of sorts. The team lost a considerable amount of time midway through the race after repairs due to contact with the number 31 Whalen Engineering Cadillac DPI VR. The team not only rebounded the race, but also in the four at Daytona with drivers Jordan Taylor, Ranger Van Der Zand, and Ryan Hunter Ray. Ironically, the other car involved in that incident rounded out the podium with the number 31 Cadillac DPI VR finishing third with drivers Felipe Nasser, Eric Curran, and Mike Conway. It was the second consecutive podium finish for the team after a second-place effort at Daytona and moves them up to the prototype standings, to the top of the prototype standings after two events. As usual, attrition was the story at the notoriously demanding Sebring circuit. Among the casualties, poster Tristan Gauthier made heavy contact with the tire barriers in turn 17, but rang well inside the top five with two hours remaining in the race. Others Sebring victims including included the pair of Acura Team Penske ARX 05 DPI prototypes that showed speed throughout the entire weekend. Just as the race reached the halfway point, the number seven Acura DPI driven by Ricky Taylor brought out a full course caution when the car rolled to a stop with flames coming out of the rear of the car. The car which contended for the lead throughout the first half with Taylor and co-drivers Helio Castroneves and Graham Rahal retired due to loss of oil pressure. Not long after the number seven Acura DPI retired, Juan Pablo Montoya and the number six Acura DPI involved here in the tangled in turn 17, forcing Montoya off course at the exit of the turn while both cars were battling for top five positions. Montoya eventually got the car running but stopped again on course after less than one lap with a drivetrain problem. Another victim was number five, Mustang Sampling Cadillac DPI VR team that had previously finished in the top five in all 17 Tequila Patron North American Endurance Cup races held since 2014. That streak came to an end on Saturday when the Rolex Ford Daytona winners had to make significant repairs following an incident with the number 38 performance tech motorsports, Arica LMP2. Co-drivers Christian Fittifaldi, Yao Barbosa, and Felipe Albuquerque finished 10th, 20 laps down. The WeatherTech Championship returns to the track on April 14th for the Bubba Burger Sports Car Grand Prix at Long Beach. 
the one-hour, 40-minute race will be televised live on Fox at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and feature the prototype and GT Le Mans classes. We hope to attend the 12 Hours of Sebring in 2019 and are committed to bringing you the highlights of the IMSA series throughout the season. On April 7th, the ARCA Racing Series, presented by Menards, will return to action after nearly a two-month hiatus at the Fairgrounds Speedway in Nashville. Many would consider our next guest the foremost authority on authority on ARCA, and we are proud to welcome Rowdy Maglite to the program. Maglite to the program. He should be calling in momentarily, and while we're standing by, let's go ahead and listen to one more selection from Ron Pastana and the pit crew. This is short track racing.
Once again, that was Short Track Racing by Ron Bassana and the Pit Crew. And we're about ready to talk some Short Track Racing with Roddy Maglite, who's going to be calling into the program shortly. Hopefully, unless there's some sort of issue. And I've got my fingers crossed there's not. So, there we go. As we just stated, it's been a few months since the Arca Racing Series has hit the track. And they're looking forward to restarting their season again at the Fairground Speedway in Nashville, Tennessee in a few more weeks. There should be a good race there in Nashville. Um, I'm pulling for Michael Self. I'm not entirely sure he's going to be racing at that event, but I'm hoping he is. And that should be a good race there. I know there's a lot of awesome racers in the in the ARCA series presented by Menard. And hopefully all of them will be out and participating in the Fairground Speedway in Nashville. I know that the, the ARCA series is the sort of thing that doesn't always participate not all the people always participate so in every event as i said we are currently standing by for for roddy maglite he is preparing to call in the studio as we speak few more seconds here. Of course, Blog Talk Radio is giving us a problem, which apparently it is. Well, since we're not able to talk to to Rowdy Maglite this evening, we're going to make it a little bit shorter show this evening, and we will skip out on our Did You Know segment and do that next week. Be sure to check out past episodes of Thursday Night Thunder, as well as the other shows on the Speedway Digest Radio Network at SpeedwayDigestRadioNetwork.com. You can also check out the show on Facebook by searching for Speedway Digest Thursday Night Thunder in the search bar. I also invite you to read all the articles covering aspects of motorsports at SpeedwayDigest.com. We've recently updated a few different things in the racing news section, so be sure to check that out. In addition, if you're a fan of South Florida, and who isn't, be sure to check out the latest news and information about our slice of paradise at Palm Beach Happening, which we found by visiting PalmBeachHappening.com or PalmBeach.HappeningMag.com. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to seeing you again on April 5th in the Thunderdome as we discuss the major issues in the world of modern auto racing. Thanks again, and hopefully the show will go better in a few weeks. I swear it is not my gremlin this time. It is their gremlins. But sometimes that happens. Have a nice evening, and we look forward to talking to you in two weeks. Thanks again. Bye.